How are yes. you on this fine Monday evening? I'm all right, thank you. I'm messing with the flow of the podcast that we're we're recording this on a Monday night. Yeah, you are a bit. Normally we do a Thursday night, don't we? For a Friday <laughs> release. <laughs> it's been a good week though. We've had loads of loads of new plays, new listeners. I know. Who are you guys? Like, please tell us. We want to know you. <laughs> we are, as of recording this, nearing 500 downloads of the podcast. Um, so I'm uh I'm pretty pleased with that. I know, same. I was just saying to Anna, we have, what is it, 65? 69 like, individual listeners on Spotify. <laughs> 69, we're home, my favourite number. <laughs> but I was like, that's definitely, that's 65 more than I thought we'd have, to be honest. So again, yeah, pretty chuffed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other four being me, you and our mums. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> me explaining to my mum what a podcast is, you know. <laughs> Well, welcome to episode eight of Upper East Podcasters, a Gossip Girl Recap. 17 Candles. Oh, yeah. I should say at this point, as this is a Gossip Girl Recap podcast, we will be giving away some spoilers uh, of this episode and previous Mm -hmm. episodes. But do know that we will not go any further. We will not be talking about episode nine onwards. This is just season one, episode eight, 17 candles. So there will be some spoilers. Make sure you're watching along with us because we've been loved. We've been watching Gossip Girl for how many years now? And we're now watching a lot. from the beginning. And I've forgotten so much as we keep saying that yeah. actually happened. Same, same, same. I always forget. I'm like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about, <laughs> I forgot about him and her and that he loves her, but she's not over him yet. But yeah, and quite a lot happened in the last episode. Um, Nate w- was my poor little rich kid of the week, and his his dad got well. He was punched in the face. He was dumped, and his his dad was arrested. It was a pretty bad episode for him. When you say when you say it like that, <laughs> Nate's normally our poor little rich kid. But this week I was like, oh no, actually he's probably it's actually quite sad. Oh God. Um, yeah, Dan and Serena, did they do it? Didn't they? We we're in disagreement over it. I thought they did, but you thought they didn't. Yes, that's the one. I think. Who knows? It's still unclear to this day. And um, Jenny got her mum. She turned up at her doorstep in Brooklyn. Was like, Mum, it's time to come home. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's time to come home. Chuck and his dad bonded. Finally. Mm-hmm. And of course, the big finale uh, scene in the last episode. <gasps> Chuck and Blair banging. So where should we kick off with this episode, Marissa? Um, I think we need to go to your uh, favourite character, your favourite dad. My favourite because... character, eh? Who, yeah, who, who might so. that be? I'm queuing up. I'm queuing up the jingle. <laughs> I think we need to talk about your Rufus. Uh, your Rufus. Rufus, me a river. Rufus, me a river. Oh, Rufus, me a river. I don't I feel like every week I don't always get to play the whole jingle so I thought I'd get that in early <laughs> you can't stop me <laughs> Damn it. oh gosh so yeah we start this episode um, well we're going to start this episode in the loft on a scale of a uh, zero to devoed how were you finally meeting Alison absolutely devoed was so hot as well so just like with Anne Archibald Alison looks like she could have given birth to, to Dan, the eldest, when she was eight years old. She looks so young and cool. Yeah, she does. I know. It uh, doesn't sit right with me. But anyway. She's beautiful. And yes, I was devoted. Yeah. And also, don't you just hate how she's like, just, she makes herself right at home making waffles, like just because she used to live in that house and she obviously knows where all the stuff is. So she's like, oh, you know, I'll just make some waffles, guys. Don't worry about it. I think that it's, um, there's, a, there's a lot of toxic backwards kind of parenting child behavior here like i know oh, there really is like role reversal 
like Jenny yeah. going to get her mom to try and get them back together. And then there's a few mm-hmm. scenes we'll get into where Dan confronts his mom as well. It's just a bit like, yeah, like, who's parenting who, yo? I liked, um, I, we normally have a Blair burn in each episode. I've got a, I'm going to turn it on its head a little bit. There's a Rufus burn. <gasps> or should I do a live jingle again? Oh, if you want to, boop, boop, go boop. for it. Boop, boop, boop. Ooh, burn. You <laughs> got burn. Ooh, Rufus, ouch. <laughs> and Rufus Humphrey burn. Love it. You like the little vibrato I added on the end? I did. I did actually, yes. But the the Rufus burn, something like, yes, Alison, once I stick to something, I'm committed to it. <laughs> I can't even remember what context it was actually. But I'm, I'm like, you. Like, it's, wow. it's really far removed as well she basically just said something like you still like ra- waffles right <laughs> like he's That's like he, he's waiting for her to say anything to be like well i'm committed to it i'm a committed yeah. person i never cheat on anyone <laughs> I never cheat on my waffles no oh <laughs> so yeah well that's that's the rufus burn yeah and and you're right about the the parenting revolves roles reversed because dan walks in and sees his mum and he's just like well this is weird what's what's going on he doesn't really seem happy to have his mum back whereas most whereas jenny's obviously really happy feels like her mum's on her side doesn't she i think dan's just a bit more of a realist a bit like oh are we just gonna pretend that everything's fine or he's mad he's mad at his mom mm-hmm. he asks as well in the in the episode quite plainly if she's ever coming back as well which i thought was like oh wow that's that's bold this is the like reverse roles uh, happening when she says well i did tell you i did ask you if it was okay for me to go um and you could have you know told me you told me to come back and, and she he just then goes he actually does address as well the fact that Jenny was nearly date raped, I think he calls it. Um, and I he thought, does. oh, wow, okay, that's the first time we've heard anyone actually use the R word um, <laughs> for, for what was clearly attempted rape in the first yep. episode. Um, and he kind of lists all these issues that they're having. And he's like, why should I have to tell you this? And I always love it. This is what, with teen dramas, there's always moments where the teenager, the main kind of protagonists have such a go at their parents and the parents just sit there and they take it and they reflect and they listen and then they follow like, oh, you're so wise for a 16 year old. Oh, tell me more. (laughs) Fuck off. If I'd ever spoken to my mom or my dad like that, a teenager, they'd have been like, what? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know nothing. <laughs> <You're> little girl. <laughs> Jenny kind of leaves them to talk um dan leaves them to talk and they kind of they kind of do make up right allison and rufus yeah they do well allison says like the weirdest thing she's like oh my whole adult life has been about you rufus and i'm like well that's what happens when you commit to somebody Mm -hmm. like isn't it like when you have a family like of course your whole adult life is are, are they talking about like how they got together so young like 18 or something I think like it's that. more that she says it probably wasn't the other way around. So his whole adult life probably wasn't about her because he was touring with his band. He had oh, all his musical yeah. endeavors. She's just yeah. like, you know, she never had a chance to chase her dreams, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. And I, I, I do think, I know what you're saying, isn't that what happens when you commit to somebody? But I think that that, unfortunately, as the the female in that <laughs> relationship uh, I think that is what happens though isn't it I'm always trying to explain this to uh, like Alan my boyfriend mm. it's like when you talk about kids marriage and all that stuff think, oh my actually, god yes what what a woman sacrifices is always so much more yeah it is it's always the woman <laughs> even even if even if a man is is the most dedicated hands-on parent you could ever imagine like is is even if you've got a stay-at-home dad like in the eyes mm. of the of society and in, in terms of what you give up and you know even just even with what you give up with your body you know like it's I know yeah I, can, I, I, can, I did kind of get that I did kind of get that yeah my whole adult life's been about you but I suppose I suppose and also what she's not saying is it's been about her kids and she wanted to leave them too I know it's a bit weird awkward but, but it does look like they are back together and you know and they they kiss and then jenny walks in as well when they're oh, like having an awkward a, moment they're having like um, isn't it they're like sitting on the floor it's purely post-coital <laughs> <laughs> like, like they she might as well jenny might as well have walked in and found the fucking condom on the floor and a spliff hanging out of her dad's mouth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> shrouded in a, in a in a in a blanket, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't oh, really God. think of that. I was just like, oh, they're just. This is how naive I am. I was like, oh, they're just having a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, oh, she happens to now be wearing wearing his shirt. <laughs> but yeah, so so they're back together, and and it all seems well in the Rufus household. So yeah, sorry Anna, yeah. but it's like Rufus is off the market for now. Oh, for this episode. Rufus. Oh, I'm so, so sad about that. I really, really am. He's just <gasps> so, so hot. It's unbelievable. Anyway. Shall we have a break? And we're back. So... So, uh, what should we talk about next? Whose storyline shall we talk about next? Uh, I think we should do the Dan, Serena, Vanessa love triangle, not love triangle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that I situation. Kind of, I kind of um, I resent this storyline a little bit because it's one of those things about how you know uh, a guy and a girl can't be friends without one of them wanting to shag the other. And I think, really, come on, guys. Mm. I think it's fine, but remember, these are teenagers, like. They're meant to be 16, 17 years old. It's it's unfamiliar territory, isn't it? Friendship mm-hmm. with, yeah. with the opposite sex occasionally. That's true. But, you know, I just felt a bit like this could have been a, a great storyline where, you know, barriers are broken down and, and, and women are portrayed in a way that's just like, we can be friends. We can be really good friends with each other, even though that even though you're really gorgeous and you're best friends with my boyfriend. And <laughs> Yep. I also, okay. one of my other notes as well, like later on is like, this is just so typical of like women being pitted against each other in competition with for no reason whatsoever, because they actually probably would really get on. Should we start from the beginning though? I feel like we need some context for this. Yes. Let's start from the beginning. So yep. Dan, Dan and Serena making out in a cafe as yeah, always. Well, making out or are they necking? Oh yeah. Sorry. My bad. Necking. <laughs> Necking in a cafe in public, oh, disgusting. Yeah. yeah, well, you we've said this before. You don't like public displays of affection, whereas this this was definitely me in my teen years, a hundred percent, tongue down some boy's throat, some poor boy's oh. throat, <laughs> like a seal on a grape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, uh, it, and it's like why? Well, it's one of those uh, things where they're just sitting there making out, and there's no one else there. There's like nobody else. <laughs> there really the wasn't. It was empty. And Vanessa's just standing there, and it suddenly it's like, oh look, it's Vanessa. <laughs> it's like yeah, ah. no. Well, she works there, doesn't she? They're like, oh, you work here, and she. Oh, I don't have exactly what she says, but I remember. I'm, she keeps putting her foot in it, and and she keeps making things awkward by like prying into what they're doing. And well, she says something like, did you guys have a late night or something like that? And then went, oh, sorry, didn't mean to make it awkward. Or, or And then she was like, why would, why would you be being awkward? And yeah. And Serena kind of goes, oh, my God, did you tell her? Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, did they do it? Did they do it? And I tell her what? Like, tell you what? I didn't do anything. I mean, if you did do the thing that I'm not saying that you did, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, did you shag or not? <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I also don't understand as well. Like, she's she's met Serena about three times now, and they've they always have this like awkward, cold exchange. And it's like, why don't they just I don't know. It surely now is the time to be like, you know, we haven't really got to know each other yeah like how are you you're like oh you work here oh that's nice I'm rich I don't need a job that's what Serena could say (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair when Vanessa first met Serena she basically says to Dan that she she loves him it's a bit awkward oh yeah and she keeps and she cock blocked him like twice yeah I forgot about that actually yeah (laughs) maybe there is a reason to yeah yeah always always a bit of a cold exchange but you know, Dan and Vanessa's friendship is still kind of going along okay. Yeah, they yeah, it's go, they go to the movies. He goes to the movies with her, and mm. and she. Oh, this is this could be the self righteous Vanessa moment because. <gasps> oh my god, you've got a self righteous Vanessa moment. Do you want to play the jingle first or after? Um, play it now. Play it now. Okay, 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 okay. Self righteous Vanessa, Essa, Essa, eh, eh, eh. Self righteous Vanessa. She's, I don't even have the specific words that she says, but she's just like naturally giving advice. Like she just knows 
all this stuff like she's been there done that got the t-shirt and it's like where do you get the authority from to say this kind of stuff on what on 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 because his dad's complaining about his parents that his mum's back ah and vanessa's like oh don't worry they'll work it out you know it's just yeah I communication is the best foundation of a working relationship how would you know vanessa <laughs> have you been in a relationship for 10 years <laughs> got married divorced with kids no <laughs> Pipe down. Oh, poor Vanessa. She, yeah, she's that character that's just painted as being the self-righteous one who always, oh, I've got an opinion. I know. <laughs> but they get talking as well about Serena, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Dan says that he's going to go and meet Serena because there's a party later on, you know, Blair's birthday party, which mm. we'll get to later. And she's really, I don't know, she's not cool with it, is she? No, not at all. She's, she's like, oh, oh, fine then. And, and Dan says... Um, Oh, you know, like you haven't really, you should like her. You haven't really been making an effort. You know, she's my girlfriend. You should want to get to know her and everything. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa's like, oh, yeah, a bit dismissive, isn't she? I thought. Well, yeah, she, very visibly as well. He's like, she's like, Dan and v- Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's um, just the fact that Vanessa invites herself along. Yeah. Rude. I mean, because if I was, I'd be like, who are you? you were, it's my birthday party. If I was, if I was Blair, I'd be like. It's my birthday party. Like, I didn't yep. invite you. You can't stick with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but then, yeah, when, when they turn up, Serena's like, Dan, you're oh my God, it's so good to see you. Oh, Vanessa. Oh. Yes, yeah, exactly. You can't even fake it. And then this is my Blair Waldorf burn. I know what you're going to say, yeah. Burn. You just got burned. Mm. You just got burned. <laughs> you didn't tell me she looked like that. Oh, sweetie, this is a problem. <laughs> so hot, but I, I, I like that she's. Got well, it's quite a compliment. It's kind of a compliment, though, isn't it? Like it's. It's kind of basically going, oh, she's really hot. Um... Yeah, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, like I'm threatened by your good looks. <laughs> so I'm going to project onto you my own insecurities. Yeah, you're right, actually. I didn't really think of that. I did like how she got Serena's back, though. Like that's what best friends should be. She could be the hottest girl in the world, which probably, let's face it, Vanessa is. And you'd still have to be like, she's ugly. <laughs> she's ugly. She don't compare to you. <laughs> but yeah, Serena kind of asked Dan why he brought her there. Um, yeah, fair, fair. It would be nice if you two could get on. I, again, another freaking Dan Humphrey moment, making it all about him. Because I was a bit like, this is your new girlfriend's best friend's birthday party. It's actually an opportunity for you to turn up and win some boyfriend points and actually suck up to the best friend. Not to bring oh, your yeah. other best friend and go, uh, actually, I just want, I want you to like my best friend. So <laughs> I thought, Dan Humphrey, that were bad. I agree. I agree. It's not as, as weird as what happens next. The weird little competition that happens. Oh, yeah. They they agree to sort of like make an effort with each other, sort of. And they have a Guitar Hero game off, which I can't relate to. It's it's so cringy. Did yeah, you ever play Guitar Hero as a kid? Well, I played actual guitar. So I yeah. fucking... No, I didn't fucking play Guitar Shade. Hero. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't play stupid video games. I was actually learning a real craft. I was in a management company at the age of 15. Thank you very much. I wasn't dicking around with fucking Guitar Hero, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> writing my own songs to it as well. Thank you very much. I was writing songs <laughs> about the girls who bullied me who were really good at Guitar Hero. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's the most unlikely thing you could imagine as well at Blair Waldorf's 17th birthday party. Oh, don't worry. I've got opinions on this birthday party. We'll get there because it, <laughs> it's so weird. But anyway, it's they so have weird. this. They have yeah. this. Oh, this is it. Why Why is it a competition? Why are they. It's obviously it turns into a friendly competition. But well, they're cheering again, each other on as well, which I thought was quite. I, th- I thought this was a bonding moment, but then it, it kind of it kind of goes, well, now I'm going to do this song, and now I'm going to do this song. And Vanessa does take it quite well as well. And oh, I completely forgot to mention, but Serena's hairography again, playing the guitar hero. What? It's crazy. <laughs> I wish my hair looked like that when I played actual guitar. Many just gets in my way, <laughs> sticks to my lipstick and the microphone stand. <laughs> but yeah, um, I also think 
that there's that scene where she then turns around. Well, she, well, see, Serena wins, doesn't she? She kind of, which, which is really unlikely. Serena Vanderwoodson suddenly out of nowhere as like hidden depth to her character. She secretly runs home and plays Guitar Hero and gets really good at it. I'm just like, really? She's like, did you really though? Serena Vanderwoodson is an e-girl now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vanessa turns around and says, oh, go on, like, let me, I'll, I'll play another one for you right now. You could, you could use it after the day you've had. And it's like a little subtle, that kind of thing that blokes don't know girls do but all girls do it which is a slight little I'm just gonna subtly put this out here to just like stamp some form of territory over over you um mm-hmm. and guys don't do that to each other it's a that's no a not really and what happens next I was I, I thought no are you shitting me well w- well Serena's not happy is she no she's not happy that Dan went to his best friend Vanessa about his parents problems she mm-hmm. she mad but why? I don't know. Why is she mad about him? But again, this is where Serena and Dan are actually freaking perfect for each other because just as Dan is selfish bringing his best friend to bond with Serena when he's supposed to be there trying to bond with Serena's best friend, you've got this moment where Vanessa's just shared, just dropped a bombshell, you know, that, oh, Dan's had a terrible day. His mum's come back. There's this hole in his life where his mum's been and now she's just returned and she's expecting everything to be as normal and and poor Jenny hasn't had a mum and and he doesn't know what's whether his mum's coming back or whether his parents are getting together or oh but let's not focus on that let's focus on that Serena's pissed off because Dan hasn't told her yet (laughs) I know and he winds up groveling I also think why they're still quite new to each other like they've probably been together about what a few weeks Mm -hmm. on and off probably in the first two weeks I don't know it's a bit intense if you lay all your problems onto a new girlfriend or Mm -hmm. or boyfriend partner whatever you know that early it can scare people off you know you want to like have fun and whatever you know like let the serious stuff come later that's what I think anyway see I don't know if I agree on this this is what my boyfriend always says he says exactly what you've just said when we, whenever yeah. we're watching things like first dates which oh my god i highly recommend to anybody by the way oh yeah first dates is great channel four od oh my god watch first dates but they, they, he's always just like when you know what you know when you get the emotional bits where the sad music starts playing and they start sharing emotional stories with each other he's always like who the fuck shares that shit on a first date <laughs> like, well, you do your, un- well i'm an oversharer just unload the package just go here it is i'm just gonna dump this right here and just see whether this is something you can deal with or not and if you can't then uh off, off your jog well i feel like if it's Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like if you've got like kids or something like that, like, hi, I'm a single mum, you know, you know, that you can put on the table because that's quite important and imperative. Mm -hmm. You know, if a person doesn't want kids, Mm -hmm. you need to know pretty quickly. But anything else? Yeah. Maybe second date stuff. That's all I think. So let's park Serena and Vanessa. We'll come back to that because I think we've got a few little shout outs to do. Yes, yes, we actually do. We actually have, we're switching up a little bit. We actually have another podcast to shout out. So shout out to Leah and Isabel, the Unsanity Sisters and their <laughs> podcast, the Clink Cast. And I know you're going to love these girls. They're from Ireland across Ooh. the across the way i know <laughs> and their podcast is just about oh it's just like us like just without the gossip girl element just two friends chatting away about their lives and the dumb stuff they do with alcohol i love that oh my <laughs> gosh yeah Oh, well, massive shout out to clink cast i'm gonna give that a listen this week oh my gosh maybe we should invite them to like guest one one episode maybe oh my god yeah i'd be up for that Let's do it. Oh, we really need to get some guests on at some point. I'd love that. I know. <laughs> we need to get, it'd be great to get some guests on 100%. Um, and a big shout out as well just to everybody who's listening, everybody who's um, following us on Instagram at Upper East Podcasters. Thank you very much. People who are following us on Podbean, if you're leaving reviews on Apple Music, on Amazon, Google Play, it's just genuinely, it really, really. Um, well, it just helps it helps boost our podcast to more people. And, you know, we're doing this just for fun. Um, and it's just really great to to get some responses from people. Okay, so shout outs aside, let's move on back to the episode. So let's chat about Nate. Poor Nate. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think Nate does have a bit of a hard time <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> again. But we're starting with... 
we're starting with the captain. The captain, you know, oh, is, fucking is, captain. I fucking hate that guy. His his opening line in this episode is, "What's the big deal? It's a misunderstanding." And I'm like, <laughs> "Um, excuse me, sir, you're a crook. You've been taking money that doesn't belong to you and hiding it. You're you're embezzling money." <laughs> I'm sorry, Marissa. How old are you? Who uses the word crook? You're a crook. You are. <laughs> you're a crook. <laughs> You've been, have you been speaking to your mum? Have you been hanging out with your mum recently? It's the kind of thing she'd say. Oh, I, uh, right crook, Marissa. Oh, actually, I've, you know what? Now you've mentioned it. I did talk to my mum before watching this episode. <laughs> she obviously must have rubbed up on me. He's a downright crook. <laughs> He's a proper wrong un. <laughs> oh, I must have been reading a <laughs> God, he's a knobhead, is what he is. Um, yeah, basically. It's just a misunderstanding. I'm sure that Inland Revenue or whoever it is in America, they've just misplaced millions of pounds. I can't believe how everybody is like, nobody's worried. Everyone is like, oh, it's fine. You know, everyone's just really calm about it. And apart from Nate, Nate's the one who like wants a plea bargain. Again. And- Role yeah. reversal. I know. But he's dismissed as well. He's like, he's dismissed because he's not a grown-up. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, pipe down. Like, you don't worry, we'll we'll let the grown-ups deal with this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, well, he's not he's not grown up enough to kind of give legal advice, but he is grown up enough apparently to um to propose to his girlfriend who doesn't even want to be with. Mm-hmm. All that emotional responsibility. <sighs> I know. He's like a pawn in this whole thing of like, let's bring our kids mm-hmm. together, let's 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 make Nate and Blair's marriage happen so that we can keep wealth in the family and uh, and yeah she yeah. wants or well, Anne Archibald wants him to give this engagement ring to Blair and it's and, but it's weird because deal it's like your father would do anything for his family yeah the family I know <laughs> and, and the family he gets blamed for his dad's actions again, again. I know but I'm like how like literally like what has he done he's done nothing wrong the poor sod oh. well he was the one who called the police yeah because he was punched exactly actually no he didn't even call the police the police saw him getting punched by his own dad and that's how he got arrested wasn't it because the police witnessed an assault so they've got to bring it in that's what i thought yeah i think that this whole scene between Anne and Hassan nate is probably my best worst advice of the week when she is basically saying to him your dad would do anything for his family mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs you right now he needs you more than ever aka give up your life propose to blair so you can basically kind of steal all of her money basically Straight out of the mouths of Manhattan's elite It's the best worst advice of the week It's the best worst advice of the week At this point, I feel like the Archibald parents should just have their own awful parent jingle Yeah, they are proper shite, aren't they? All the parents are pretty shocking in this Other than, of course, Rufus But yeah. they're, they're particularly shocking Yeah, they're awful Yeah, definitely Can't even see any redeeming qualities Nope, not at all. About about them, either of them. No, no, not about that. And of course, not only, in fact, sorry, can I, I need to like, I've just remembered something, this is going to make you laugh. So, you know, I was recapping the last episode, poor Nate, he was punched in the face, he was dumped (laughs) and his dad went to prison. His best mate then shags his girlfriend. (laughs) 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 Which brings me to the next part of Nate's storyline. Chucky's avoiding Nate. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Oh God! It's, it's you know what? Nate wasn't Chuck's... gonna be my poor little rich kid this week because he got he got that last week. But I feel like I, I feel like we might have to play it for him at the end, <laughs> just just for yeah. Nate. Oh God! Oh. But Nate Nate does see Chuck, and he tells him about the ring that he's like, oh, this is what my parents want me to do. They want me to propose. I want me to give her this ring, and Chuck's sitting there awkward, like, um. um... Well, he's trying to manipulate the situation um, that betters Chuck because obviously Chuck is starting to fall for Blair, which we'll get to. We'll get to when we talk mm-hmm. about their storyline because they've been the best or yeah. last. But he says, well, he has a quote, doesn't he? That's a brick growth. Yeah, I know. It's, oh, it's such a Chuck quote as well. Do you, if you, yeah, you have it in front of you. I only care about three things, money, the pleasures it brings me and you, Nathaniel. Weird way of showing it. Like just, Banging your girlfriend in the back of your limo. (laughs) 
Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, and also he kind of tells Nate to ignore his parents and break free, which is good advice, but it's still there's something in it. There's something in it for Chuck. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's he he's doing it to so he can get his own way, basically. <sighs> but yeah. I love how Nate actually says to Chuck as well, what happened to your other advice? You know, go tap that ass. <laughs> the pilot. Oh, oh Chuck's <sighs> the worst, honestly. Well, he's not the worst, but he's he just oh god, he's hard work. <laughs> Well, I think Nate spends some time kind of wandering about. What it feels like he he then just spends the rest of the episode just kind of wandering about New York, wondering whether to turn up at Blair's party or not, and uh, bumps into a certain little lady, a certain little Jay outside the building, little Jenny Humphrey. I think she needs her own jingle next week. You know, I think I'm going to have to do it, aren't I? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Give her a jingle. Mm-hmm. But she's she's there to see Blair because she wants to give her like an apology card doesn't she and she's like oh you know asks Nate can you do it for me because obviously Jenny was the one that gave Blair bad advice about like the master ball and everything so Blair isn't speaking to her mm-hmm. and Nate says oh I I can't really face it either like should we just go for a walk instead which, like which really I felt like that was, I don't think Jenny's character would have actually done that because she's terrified of Blair and wants to be friends with Blair again. So when she's like, with you, I work with you. Okay. Yeah. Like little naive Jenny, but I, do we, do we sense a romance blossoming? I mean, if we do, it's disgusting because she's 14. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Let's, 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 yeah, let's not encourage that (laughs) at all in the slightest. She's a child. I know. Okay. But she's. (laughs) She's, She's like a, a proper child. child. A proper child, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they both bond, don't they? They go on this nice little walk and everything and they're bonding and about wanting to get away mm-hmm. and and he shows her this, monstros- this monstrosity of a <laughs> ring. Oh, God, it's not great, is it? I'd love to know what the ring actually is, like the one that they use in the props department, whether or not it's like a genuine like emerald or diamond or whatever it is. Mm, I don't think so. I think something like that. They probably just use would use a glass, a glass one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they bond about their families because they both kind of wanted to get out of the house and away from their situations. Because this is the point. This is at the part where Jenny hasn't kind of gone home to see her parents semi-clothed post-coital, as we said earlier. So she's mm-hmm. still not really wondering what's going to be happening, and she's worried mm-hmm. about her dad, her mom, and dad. And he he kind of tells her all about the ring and the breakup and everything. And he's and he, I think he admits to himself or admits to her as well. He like obviously talking to Jenny helps. He's like, oh, I just don't think I can actually be with her. It. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't think I can do it. I know, but fair we've enough. We've been hearing Nate talk about this like five episodes. It's uh, this is one thing about Gossip Girl. God, the, the storylines in the early series they're slow, aren't they? Like we've just <laughs> basically the conclusion to every Nate episode, other than all the other drama that goes on in his family life, is I don't want to be with Blair. I don't want to be with Blair. I don't want to be with Blair. Don't be with Blair then. <laughs> Let's put that situation to bed and move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um they have they have a goodbye and they have a hug and who's there to capture it? Well, some. I don't understand how how this can happen, but they get papped, don't they? Somebody takes their picture and then it, it's uploaded onto Gossip Girl, the Gossip Girl the website. All seeing eye of Gossip I know. Girl. It's like a pink version of the Mordor eye. <laughs> yeah, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> and it's diamond encrusted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's um, so they, funny. they get papped as they hug. Uh, yes, mm. and then of course you kind of you, you can't see Jenny's face, so yeah, you, you just see a mystery blonde woman, don't you? Mm-hmm. But it's blonde. It's definitely not Blair. Ooh. Yes. I suppose that kind of wraps up Nate's storyline, apart from the very very last scene we see him in, where he gets home and he pretty much tells his parents to stick it and it's like yay, yay! <laughs> we love people standing up to their parents to their shit parents yay but did Blair like her gift did she did she like her engagement ring have you signed your life away and he's like I'm not gonna do it <laughs> I don't want to be with her and uh, they're even just like well it's her actual birthday tomorrow take her for lunch it'll really mean something it's just like I don't want to no yeah. no means no Set your boundaries. <laughs> Take that, <sighs> Captain. I feel like we should move on to the kind of final storyline that we're going to discuss. The best episode. one. The best. Save the best to last. Yes, pretty uh, much. 
What did you just say, Marissa, before I hit record? <laughs> I said, take me to church. Take me to church. <laughs> so we're in church. So we're at the church. <laughs> we're at the chapel and we're confessing our sins. Oh, sorry, Blair is confessing her sins because Blair has been bad. Yeah, she's been bad. <laughs> she's... Oh, what I thought this was... I, I love it so much. What troubles you, my child? After being broken up with my boyfriend for exactly 20 minutes, I succumbed to inebriation, performed at a speakeasy, surrendered my virtue to a self-absorbed ass. The only good news is that he's a total pig who'll act like it never happened, thank God. <laughs> I love that she she thinks that she needs to be punished for, for, for sleeping. She was like a newly single woman and she thinks that she needs to be punished because she slept with chuck in the <laughs> she's, back she's of the also limo. like truthfully i'm not even catholic i know <laughs> oh my god this is, yeah it's such a it's such a funny little scene i think a definite you know top top end top entertainment there <laughs> i'm ready but for this... my punishment whatever you and god think is fair fucking fasting putting that thing with the teeth around my thigh like silas i know and he's this fucking priest though huh? oh, oh yeah i know what you're gonna say go for it babes don't drink and keep your clothes on. Like, Fuck why you. is that good advice? Fuck you, Mr. Priest. That's the worst <laughs> advice I ever heard, girls. Go get drunk, take your clothes off. <laughs> I know. I think it's this is this is just like, oh, this is just punishing women for just, you know. It's slut shaming. Again. It is slut shaming from God himself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink, keep your clothes on. And it's like that doesn't sound like a good Saturday night to me. I don't know about you. I know. Just why why be boring? <laughs> She she leaves church looking like a black widow, which I mentioned earlier in our mini-sode where we discuss all the fashion outfits of mm. this episode instead. After this episode, go and listen to that one because we're not talking about the fashion on this episode. That's in the mini-sode. But anyway. And who's coming around the bend? Oh, who who's curb crawling as, you know. He's creepy, he's crawly, he's creepy Chuck Bass. He's shady, kind of rapey, he's creepy Chuck Bass. Except he's not that rapey in the last episode because he asked for consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I love what she says. I really do think that this is like Blair's got some really good one-liners, not even insults, but like just genuine <laughs> one-liners in this episode. And she's like, I've been given orders from God himself to avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> she also kind of thinks like nobody, nobody knows that. Nate and her have broken up and I think a lot of her wanting to stay with Nate is I think she, although she gets quite upset in this episode I think a lot of her wanting to stay with Nate is more about her reputation than it is actually yeah. wanting to be with him to save face she doesn't want to have to explain it or anything also this next bit I, I I had to sort of stop and think about what she's need what she what she meant but when Chuck asks like oh what are you what are you going to do now mm-hmm. and she says oh I'm I'm going to Tiffany I'm going to choose my jewelry for my you know my birthday tradition I was like oh my god she gets to choose her own Tiffany jewellery and then people will just buy it for her that's something I can only dream of oh god yeah oh yeah it would help me eliminate surprises in my life because as you know I hate surprises <laughs> oh yeah don't Fucking anyone knows Anna don't, don't surprise her it's, it's not worth it <laughs> like the anxiety of opening any present <laughs> not knowing what it is <laughs> but that's like less it's it's more about me being a control freak than it is me like being ungrateful I just, I just like um but yeah so I kind of I get that but at the same time it's like it does take away the, the whole point of like getting presents is you get to the person giving them gets to see the look on your face and they open it but anyway mm-hmm. these people don't live like that well she also she also tells Chuck that he isn't invited to her birthday and he says she says you're officially uninvited and he's like never stopped me before i'm always i'm always turning up to things i'm not invited to oh i know he's awful like underage girl vaginas (laughs) (laughs) i'm never invited there either but i always show up (laughs) chuck isn't invited she's picking her own jewelry when she's at home she sees the newspaper, doesn't she? She sees that. Yeah, of Nate's, Nate's dad. dad. Yeah, Nate's dad is completely fucked, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's this moment between her and her mum where Elena's like, isn't this awful? And she's like, it must be terrible for them. And her mum's just like, this is 
terrible for me <laughs> I knew she was gonna say that I knew it I knew it when she was just like no I'm not talking about them I'm talking about me and my Pendles deal what this what's this gonna do to me I'm gonna have to she's gonna have to cancel it oh my god that's I was like, oh that's, that's all right then <laughs> uh, yeah. I do well, kind of get understand why Blair is the way she is yeah I do and I can also understand why Eleanor would not why she would react like that but like why she would need and want to cancel that Bendel steal because you don't mm-hmm. want to be seen doing business with an embezzler is that yeah, the right word? An, an embezzler an embezzler? a crook that... <laughs> <laughs> a thief and a scoundrel I know I'm getting you know what as well I'm, I'm, I'm reading more books as well in lockdown because I've joined a book club at work <laughs> and my vocabulary is, is getting bigger uh, you've, you've picked up the word crook. I like it. Stick with it. Um, we'll move on. We'll move on to, um, I suppose it's Blair calls Nate. Yeah. This is, I think this is the first time I've seen them like talking on the phone about their feelings mm-hmm. ever. Well, their relationship this whole season. in general. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, was the breakup a mistake? And Was it too hasty? I know, but they have like this, cause Nate doesn't want to be with her. And instead of saying like, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't a mistake. Like, this is how I feel. They have this weird exchange and he's like, no, it's fine and we can get back together if you want. It's no big deal. I don't mind. You know, whatever is easier. Like, I don't really get it. Just say how you feel, dude. Well, he says that he's got something special for her birthday, aka the ring. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, but but Blair's a bit of a detective, isn't she? She she thinks it's something from Tiffany's, from her jewellery order, doesn't she? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she rings them up but as well. But it wasn't Nate. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> Let's move on to the weirdest fucking 17th birthday party that Blair Waldorf could ever have. I know, right? It's, I mean, I, I saw this and I was like, okay, right. That's that's weird. But I was like, it's it's a cool party, but it's just not for Blair. I would never have it's thought. It's a weird that... fusion of different things like Guitar Hero. Sushi. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Guitar Hero um... meets sushi. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really weird. I thought that, I thought that Blair would more likely have a masked ball as as a as a birthday party that's what i thought not seem to know where it is or anything it seems like to be someone else's house and somebody else yeah it did seem like someone else's apartment didn't it Mm. also i still can't believe that this entire time blair has been 16 and she's now only turning 17 i I thought that she would have been 17 already but anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah blair's got a really weird fucking party situation going on don't know who organized that for her but well, she has this birthday tradition where Nate always calls her on mid- at midnight on her birthday. And it's like, but wouldn't he be with you? I, I uh, yeah, I know. That. I don't get that either. Um, yeah. Unless like he's away or something or on holiday, which just happened to be on a birthday. Call her also, at midnight. But Chuck turns oh. up un- uninvited because he always does. Oh, I love the way <laughs> she runs away. Because I was, I was just remember thinking to myself like, oh, haven't we all been to a party and somebody turns up who you've slept Shagged. with <laughs> and you don't want to deal with them so you literally run for the hills like i think i've hidden behind a skip before to avoid somebody in the street <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah but he he finds her at this party and she she like nearly like punches him or something doesn't she <laughs> They have a weird little altercation. Um, they do. It's he, so he funny. He kind of keeps lur- lurking around her as well, and she's like, "He's stalking me, much or something." And uh, yeah, he, he kind of he kind of gives away that he's thinking about her, and he that he well, she, likes she says, her. She says, "She says, do you like me?" He's like, yeah. "Define like." Yeah. Like, oh my Chuck, god. Chuck Chuck's caught feelings. But he's he's so horrible about it. He's still like, no one is more surprised or ashamed than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've got these weird butterflies. This is this is my Blair Burn. That Yay! is that line. Everybody Waldorf Burn. Go on, give us your best Blair Waldorf impression go <clears throat> those butterflies have got to be murdered they're probably uh, bats aren't they knowing him i don't think he'll get butterflies but it doesn't he make some dickish comment where he he does like a childish thing where he's like well you're shit in bed anyway oh yeah it wasn't that good or whatever so he says something like that and i'm just like oh dude that's the lowest of the low like you wouldn't you wouldn't be you wouldn't be you know liking her if you thought she was bad in bed but yeah rude what? 
They also have a really weird wager that, again, I feel like it's slightly, it's kind of blackmail meets stalkerdom again. I, I was yeah. With Chuck, um, where Nate hasn't turned up for the party and she's like, he's definitely going to turn up. Yeah, and Chuck is like, Chuck thinks that he he won't turn up. And if he doesn't, and if he wins, you know, you get to spend, Blair has to spend the night with him. That's what the wager is. Well, I think the wager is, Chuck says, the only reason Nate wants to get back with you is because of his dad and his mum's deal and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Which, to be fair, good. I'm glad that someone tells Blair that finally. But yeah. <laughs> the wager is like this. If I, he, Chuck basically says, if I lose and Nate does show up, then I'll leave you alone forever. And it's like, well, you should just leave her alone anyway. If she's saying no, go away. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like, I'll stop stalking you, trying to sleep with you and harassing you uh, if you win this wager that I'm coming up with. But if, but if, again, very Rumpelstiltkinson-y, <laughs> as I said a few episodes ago. <laughs> but little girl, if you lose the wager, then you spend night with me. Um <laughs> Uh, so that's a that that's a really creepy Chuck Bass moment. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my creepy Chuck Bass moment. Definitely, oh, we're jingling all over the place at the moment. I know. He's creepy. He's crawly. He's creepy Chuck Bass. He's shady, kind of rapey. He's creepy Chuck Bass. <sighs> Gotta love that jingle. Here's the here's the weird thing though. She kind of she accepts it. Because <laughs> she wants it. She wants. I know. Oh yeah. She yeah. Blair Loki wants it, definitely. But it's, yeah. But yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm reading your notes and it's making me laugh so much. Cuts and exchange, <laughs> he's come to collect his rewards. There's <laughs> one occasion where we share notes and it's making you laugh. <laughs> well, your notes are making me laugh. So Nate, Nate doesn't turn up and Marissa's notes are just like, he's come to collect. <laughs> Me writing notes on this is literally just like a stream of consciousness, honestly. Oh, <laughs> like God. Typing away as I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, they kind of bring this lovely cake over and... Yeah, Serena's like, there with the cake. Wish. It didn't mm-hmm. come true. And oh, then, bless her. Sadly, um, well, the gossip girl blast comes in. Yeah, exactly. With, um, oh yeah, we don't know it's Jenny yet, do we? But it's, you know, a mystery blonde woman. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. hugging. And you put something down here about the, uh, lo- <laughs> about the tracing. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Well, and I know this was like back then. But if you have, you know, because the text comes up, like it's a text message to her saying, Gossip Girl, like you have that number saved in your phone. Why can't you trace that number well you can send messages from a website though can't you so she runs a website so she's just sending it from the website so you can't trace it well maybe i just feel like if i i don't know i'm disappointed that blair wouldn't wouldn't do any detective work on on something like that but (laughs) anyway but but basically from that blast being sent out everybody now knows about the breakup because they've Mm -hmm. all seen these pics oh it's sad and she kind of comes clean and and everyone's well. I think I also think it's quite nice because I think she was expecting everybody to laugh at her and be like, you know, mean about it. Yeah. Why have you written in your notes she deserves herpes? Because that's what um that's what the, one of her friends says, isn't no, it? No, does she? Yeah. She's like, oh my god, who is that blonde? But yeah, who is that blonde girl? She deserves herpes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I thought that was you wishing it upon Gossip Girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> she deserves herpes. She um, deserves the herpes. Nobody deserves herpes. That sounds horrible. <laughs> so everybody knows about the breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, her friends are actually being quite supportive and they're being mean about the girl that's in this mm-hmm. picture with Nate. And we all know it's Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Blair's crying. It was my birthday. Wish for us to get back together. And, you know, it's 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 quite, it's sad. And But Serena and Blair, they're kind of, Serena looks after Blair. They do as well. And then also, oh, there was the moment, wasn't there, when um, Vanessa sort of asks as well, like, you know, wrapping, wrapping up that other storyline as well. Vanessa goes up to Serena and says, oh, you know, how's your friend? Is she okay? And mm-hmm. Serena's like, oh, no, not really. You know, it's a boy. And Vanessa's like, oh, don't, you know. She says, she says, yeah, Vanessa, there's a nice moment between them where Vanessa says it's, you know, Blair's really lucky to have a friend like you. And they kind of bond and, and she just says, I'm Finally. Sorry, sorry, I've not been very nice. I'm protective, Dan. And Serena's like, I'm protective of our relationship. Big, big words, isn't it? Like, that's a big sound. I'm protective of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But they kind of have a friendly moment, which is, which is nice. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. About damn time. That's mm-hmm. all I can say. 
Do you want to kind of summarise the final scene here again, which kind of ends very similarly to the last episode? Of Chuck and Blair, because mm-hmm. he, come, he comes in to see her, doesn't he? Yeah. With a convenient shoulder to cry on. I hate when guys are like that. But so again, another funny moment between them both. He comes in um, and offers her a birthday present. She's like, what is it? Is, is that our sex tape? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but oh, it's God. not. It's it's not their sex tape. It's it's the necklace she put on hold. It was him who bought it for her. Yeah. The beginning of the Chuck and Blair love story, no doubt. Yeah. Of course, all of the walls have uh, eyes and ears in Gossip Girl. So, uh, who saw them? Only the best friend Serena. <gasps> oh no! <gasps> Again. As much as it was a fairly drama-filled episode, it kind of still ends everything the same way that the last episode ended. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, they do regurgitate a lot of a lot yeah. of <laughs> storylines here. Chuck and Blair sleep together again, except mm-hmm. Serena knows. Mm-hmm. Nate's dad is still going to prison by the looks of it. Nate mm-hmm. broke up with Blair again. Yeah, well, this time it's affi- it's it's public, so therefore it's official. You know? Yeah, fair. Um, Jenny looks like the other woman. No one knows it's Jenny yet. I wonder what's going to happen next in next week's episode. Yes. Uh, which is episode. Blair Waldorf Must Pie. I can't remember this episode. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll Great it. name. Well, thank you so much for listening. And once again, if you want to shout out, please do share yes. our podcast. Leave a comment, leave a review. Our Instagram is at Upper East Podcasters. It would mean the world to us. We'll give you a shout out on the show. And of course, it just it's so lovely to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening. Thank you so much, guys. And join us next week where we will start doing fashion mini-sodes as well when we discuss the fashion. So like I said, if you haven't listened to the last that episode, go and listen to that right now. Yes, absolutely. Do listen to the fashion mini-sode. Listen to all the previous episodes if you are only just listening for the first time. And try and watch along with us again, even if you are already even if you've already watched the whole series and franchise over and over and over again rewatch it with us because it's fun it's a nice distraction from the shite outside in the real world isn't <laughs> the it global fucking pandemic yeah why not yeah <laughs> we can't like cope with it we prefer gossip girl world right now <laughs> yes as always oh. you know you love to hate it and hate to love it xoxoxo, XOXO. XOXO.